yo, we about to tear it up. It's the Breakouters podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the failed Homo sapien. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the actual factual. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you something, Christopher. I'm going to say salute to listeners. Love you. Appreciate you. But we got a legend in the building. And we've got to do this intro justice for Mr. Tracy Lee. This is arguably one of the most maturest adult contemporary conversations we've had on this podcast with a guest. I am very proud of the conversation we had because it wasn't necessarily centered around music, but it was still very hip hop at the very same time. This is a very good conversation for all of those who are growing up and trying to figure out what's going on in the world with three adults, but with an OG who gave us great insight, great perspective. And at some point I was at my most vulnerable that I've ever been in my life on this podcast. How do you feel about that, Chris? I don't think um, maturist is an actual word. It's not. And I realised as I was saying it, that it isn't. That's fine though. But, but I'm that kind of guy where I'll just make up, the, I'll just, it's, it's a word now. It's now become the, it's in the lexicon of podcast slang. I don't know if that makes sense, but. I went to school, innit? It makes, it makes sense. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Bringing back stuff from like 2019. Now you went to school, yeah? You went to school. Um, how are you, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm good. Good. You're good. Yeah, You're good. I'm good. You're well. Yep. You're well. Good. I am well. I like this conversation um, and I can't wait. I've Since we had the conversation, I've been very eager to get it out just because I think it's just an important conversation that we all had um, amongst, I guess, it's like a group of friends talking mm-hmm. about some real shit. And I think it's worth mentioning as well, the importance isn't lost on me that this guest is our first two-time guest. So yes, that means a lot to me too. Definitely. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Absolutely. This is Tracy Lee, Breaking Atoms podcast. Check it out. It's a special episode of the Breaking Atoms podcast and boy, do we have a goodie for you. We have the return of a legend, a return of a legend who's here to talk to us about Glory, the album, Glory, the manuscript, celebrating 24 years of many faces, a legend of the game, someone that we really, really respect. It's the one, the only Tracy Lee. Tracy, man, how you doing? Oh man, I'm good and thank you for having me here, man. This is always a pleasure to be able to talk to my brothers across the pound, man, across the pound. So appreciate it, man. Appreciate Firstly, it. Firstly, thank you for this. I'm holding up Glory. Oh. You signed it. I looked at it, I was like, yo, he signed. I got so gassed, bro. You saw the video. I sent the video to you. I got so gassed. I was like, he signed it. My name. So uh, much love. And 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 listen, the pivot is real. That's really, really Thanks. it's a really good pivot. And I think it's um it's showing leadership in terms of like you don't necessarily have to be a Rick Ross or a Nas or a Jay to have something like this. This is something that's personal to you. And it's, and it's a great way to infuse the manuscript. Glory, the manuscript is a great way to infuse the album and to complement it. So, so yes. much love to you uh, and much success yes. to you. We're going to have some real talk today, right? Oh yeah. We'll talk some real talk. Yes. Like, cause Chris did a yes. wonderful job 
an excellent job with the, oh, the first interview. I so. can't thank Chris enough for that last interview, man. That was that was really insightful and, and impressive because there are not a lot of people, you know, there, there are a few people that know about many faces, but he really, really understands, not just know it, but understands what that album is and, and just the concept and what it means and what I was attempting to do with regard to the presentation. So salute to you, Chris, man, for, for, for really breaking that thing down last time. It was a it was a stand moment for me, and um, I just just wanted to do you and the culture proud, you know, and yeah. that's it. And um, you know, you're our first two time guest on wow. Breaking Atoms as well, so that's special. I'm blown yeah. away, man. I'm blown away. Our first two time guest, so you know, we we have we have to do it right. Gotta do it right. So, so that's what's... so so Trey, fifty years on Earth. Yeah. So many years of being in music, being in the culture, being immersed in hip hop. You mm-hmm. say so many trips around the sun, things become revealing. What have you learned? Man, I've learned a lot about myself, first and foremost. Um, just the evolution, you know, if you know, and if you've listened to the album as you guys have, but anybody else is out there that's listening, um, I talk about the old me, you know, I talk about, you know, hit on it, not necessarily take a deep dive, deep, deep dive into it. But um, just the things that I've had to endure, the things that I've had to uh, uh, learn and relearn um, and be able to uh, regurgitate these lessons in a very skillful way with regards to the music, but then also in a way that I can be able to talk to my six and four year old, you know what I mean? Um, So that they, uh, when they encounter these things and you know, when you're young as man, you don't, you know, you, you listen to the old head and you hear what they saying, but it doesn't really resonate until it actually happens. And, and that's a fact, but my job is to be able to at least give you the information or give you, uh, some insight on what you may encounter. Not, it's not a guarantee. And so over these 50 years that I've been on earth is in, 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 in these trips around the sun it has given me an opportunity first and foremost to learn more about myself and what uh, I'm able to contribute, you know, to society and to humanity and to my family. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it was all about. That's what it's all about. Right. So, I mean? so jumping forward and you, you talk about this in the album, you also talk about this in, in the book, the manuscript, uh, talking about the, the, almost the constructs of the system that is designed to keep certain communities down. You talk yes. about family, you talk about, you know, your kids and, and the society. How can we start to prepare each other or prepare the next generation to deal with that? Because you, you know, you're, you're very forward with the fact that, yo, I'm good. We're good. You know, yes. this, this is what we're going through prepares us, but we're good, but you are strong. Not everyone is as strong as each other. How do we help build each other up to ensure that those, those adversities we face from certain communities that are, you know, we're designed to keep, they're designed to keep us down. How do we push forward? Um, I, I think it's uh, constant information. I think it's constant conversation. Um, you know, what I fear, and I talked to somebody about this the other day, you know, and I see it happening right before me. What I fear is that, you know, last summer, what we went through last summer, not only from, you know, our standpoint here in the States, but I saw it worldwide. You know, people were outraged over George Floyd and outraged over Breonna Taylor and outraged of the things that are, that are happening over here in America. That happens all over the world. But it just seemed, it felt like it all came to a head at one time last year and everybody was on the same page. But then as time goes on, 
People go back to their regularly scheduled program and you tend to forget or you tend to push it to the side or you tend to think that everything's okay now, but it's not. So I think that constant conversation, that constant reminder, that constant, these are the things. And, and I don't think it takes strength in order for you to, 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 well, let me not say that it does, but I think out of sight, out of mind, if you're not thinking about it, it doesn't require you to even, you know, think about the, the next phase, which is the strength to move on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think these constant conversations need to be had. I think, and, and, and no, we're not a monolith. Like everybody doesn't think the same way at the same time, but I think there are pockets of people that have these kind of, kind of conversations. And I think the end game is the same, how you get there may be different, but the end game is the same and whatever, you know, a, a, a pocket you choose to go in, there still needs to be constant dialogue. So that's what I think needs to take place and continue to take place as we continue to move forward. And before I never, because the, the, the reason why I emphasize that point is when you read the book, when you listen to the album, you make a point to, to, to build each other up. And it's very yes. important because you are trying to have that constant commu- communication. It's filtered throughout the book, throughout the album. And it's sometimes we need leaders to, to kickstart. You know what I'm saying? If, if yes. the car is at a standstill, we need those people to push it forward. And, and that's, that's why right. leadership and at the age we are at, the, the wealth of knowledge that we're still seeking, it's very important that we kind of push that and take the spark that other people take on. So salute. That, and and then some, I mean, to piggyback off of that, man, it's, it's like, um, how am I trying to say this? It's like people don't want to share information. People always want someone to purchase the information, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, the game is to be sold, not to be told, which I always thought was, if, if, if and pardon my French, which is bullshit, you know what I'm saying? It's always been bullshit to me. You know, in order for us to move forward as a unit, you have to share the information, you understand? Not have somebody pay you for the, because then what that does is divides people, you know what I mean? They're, they're the have and the have nots. They're the haves that can afford the information and then the have nots that, going to this thing blind and in the dark and all that other stuff because you decided that you wanted to charge them for the information in whatever field that you're in. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is of importance as well, especially for those who have been here long enough to understand and have the knowledge to share. You know what I mean? So you talk about knowledge of knowledge and sharing, but one of the threads I've realized um, that really comes to, you know, it comes to quite powerfully in your recent material is this evolution of yourself. Mm-hmm. So what would the new you or the new Tracy Lee tell the old Tracy Lee? Just some of, some of the key lessons you've learned along the way. Yeah, man, it's, it's funny that you asked that because I actually addressed that in the book, right? Um, you know, it, it, it's essentially um, to take, you know, like, okay, so let's just take this business for for example. There are certain things, you know, coming up in the game that I just had to have without, with, with, and, and, and I didn't mind being ignorant to the other aspects of the game. You understand? Like I just wanted to be signed. I wanted to be the LSMC and I wanted to be signed, but not understanding that when you do get signed, there is a whole nother dimension and a whole other element that you were never exposed to. You know what I mean? That you're going to encounter that has nothing to do with your talent. You know what I'm saying? So, one of the things that I would definitely tra- tell the, the, the younger Trey Lee now 
is that understand about this business, understand what you're getting into, understand, you know, what the motives are. You know what I mean? Understand what the end game for them is. It's not necessarily the end game for you. So you're going to have to figure out how to navigate through this system in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve, but at the same time, with a clear understanding of what they're trying to achieve. And so therein lies the give and take, the tug of war. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and that was a part of, uh, well, not part. That was, I would say, 95% of my frustration once I got into the game and understood, started to understand what this game is. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so those are the things that I would teach the younger trade lead. Um, also, you know, do your due diligence. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, you know, which is a part of that process, uh, uh, which includes understanding what you need to build around you in order to be able to uh, navigate through the system, if you will. You can't get through that by yourself. You know what I mean? But you can't hire or bring aboard people who are just as ignorant or incompetent as you are. You know what I'm saying? Um, and not really understanding how to how to how to how to get through it. Um, so those those would be some of the lessons that I would definitely teach the younger trailing. So in terms of like spirituality and love and religion, like when I listened to Glory, it gave me flashbacks of On the Edge. Yeah, yeah. Because those themes just keep ringing true all the time. And that's what I love is that there's a consistency in your message. Where are you today in terms of your spirituality, your belief and love? I don't I don't move without it. I don't make a move without it. I don't, you know, I, I, I analyze... I study, you know, I, I look at, you know, past dealings, not only of myself, but others that are in similar situations. And at the end of the day, my decisions are still made by my intuition, my gut, my spirituality, which is encompasses my spirituality. Um, you know, they say, you know, well, not they say, but I believe prayer changes everything, but prayer and faith without works is dead. So you still have to put in the work. You don't pray and just sit still. That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, that's not how God works. You know, you, you pray, you, you have faith, but you continue to put in the work. And as you put in the work, you start to see things happen based on your faith, you know, based on your belief. Um, and so, and you notice that's, that's always been a common thing with me from the beginning even if I made some of the wrong decisions and I made a lot of wrong decisions in my life, you know what I'm saying? But then I understand, have a full understanding of how I got out of these decisions that I made. It was based on my faith and my spirituality. You know what I'm saying? There could have been many times that, you know, I said it in, uh, in glory when you escape a point blank to the melon, you know what I'm saying? Like I've had, I've looked down the barrel of a gun, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, 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 and understand that that wasn't me that got me out of that situation. You know what I mean? It couldn't have been. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't really get into these discussions and debates about, you know, who God is and 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 you know what what because I know in my life and in my circumstances, I know what I was able to control and what I was not able to control. And and I know it wasn't me <laughs> that got me out of certain situations. So um that's 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 where I'm at with it with regards to my faith and belief and 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 spirituality. And you notice I say spirituality as opposed to religion. There's a distinct difference. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. May the church say amen. You know Pastor, I mean? Pastor Tracy Lee. I'm passing the mic to you, Summit, before before I start, you know, putting on my choir robe and just going for one. Bro. When you start shouting and talking in tongue, right? Yeah, you know I mean. Listen, man, like I grew up in church, so I, I know exactly what scriptures you were quoting. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm with you. 
I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, so we me. talked about that on the last show about uh, that's right. When you grew up, exactly. So there's there's something I just want to just want to point out that there is before I go to my next question is a, a there's a not not necessarily a vulnerability but there's an honesty throughout everything you're doing, and it's mm-hmm. prevalent throughout the book too, and I think yeah. that has to be saluted because we come to a point where. In our communities, we are so afraid for whatever reason to talk to each other, to tell one another we're not well or whatever it is. And, and, and you mentioned, you make a point that, you know, you are a couple of maybe days or conversations from like, you need to go see someone, right? That's right. And it's very important that we have that conversation because from people in our communities, we don't do that. That's seen as a negative, you know? So to be that mm-hmm. open, that honest, and that, I guess, vulnerable, it's very important to, to do that. And you talk about spirituality, and I wonder if... You talk about the second lease of life in, yes. in the book and you talk about almost seeing hindsight as a gift. Is that intrinsically linked with your spirituality or is it just something you've learned as a cross to just growing older, having a family, you know, learning about life? I think that's all encompassing. Everything that you said all connects. It, it is about spirituality, but it is about being on this earth long enough to see and know and understand. It is about like the second lease on life, you know, is not only me reaching this age, but then also, you know, saying, you know, knowing that I have a six and a four year old that I, that I'm ushering through, you know what I'm saying? That gives me an opportunity. Like I see myself in them and I hope they see me in themselves, you know what I'm saying? And if they do see me in themselves, then I have to be an example. You understand? So this is my second lease on, you know, quote unquote, getting it right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I did many wrong things. I have done some wrong things, but in order for me to make it this far, you know what I'm saying? I think the the, the, the wrong and the right, the good and the, 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 the wrong, I mean, the right outweighs the wrong and the good outweighs the bad. So we're here. Um, but, 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 you know, that, that whole ideal of, of, of making it this far, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and putting myself in a position to be able to lead and to be able to be that example. And even with the whole uh, vulnerability thing, like you said, if it wasn't for the gift of being able to write, you know what I'm saying? Where's my outlet? You know what I mean? There's certain things like you alluded to. There's certain things that just we as a community don't like to share with one another for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you you know, somebody may think you're soft or somebody may think, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, and because of the ego, you know what I mean? It won't allow us to be open. It won't allow us to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Um, which I, I'm blessed to be able to have the gift to right? Because honestly, I don't know if I could have those kind of conversations, you know what I'm saying? But it's easier for me to have the kind of con- that kind of conversation through the music. Cause now you've heard it through the music. Now I can talk about it because it's already out. You know what I mean? But to come from, uh, uh, and, and, and these are the things as you alluded to, these are the things that hopefully the music will allow other people that don't have this gift to be able to have the kind of conversation from the cuff. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've lost my spirituality along the way. And so that's has that's had an impact on. Am I crazy? You know, yes. I, I, managing things. It's it's all gone off. Like I was very. There was a time in my life I was very good at just looking at things, analyzing things, and and going, okay, cool, say la vie, or we'll do it this way, or we move on. And somewhere along the way, in in the busyness of life, or um, things that have happened in life personally, I've lost that kind of spirit. So when I was reading the book, that's interesting. Yeah. That's why, that's why I asked the question, because 
Wow. Now, now I'm never. I'm the prime. No, no, no. I love the vulnerability. This is great, man. Go ahead. I told go you ahead. we're gonna have a real conversation. It's you. We're gonna. You, yes. you, to me, like you and Guru, like big homie stuff. So like we're gonna yes, have that yes, real conversation. Yes. You know what I mean? Guru's yes. like my brother. Like we have to have that real conversation, yes. and and we have yes. to have this. This is not just about like lardy dude. I listen music. That like, we could talk. Me, listen, we could talk music all day. All this day. is a conversation we need to have. That's important, right? And with someone like yes. you to be eloquent enough to express that, I think it's important. Lost my way spiritually, and I feel like that's affected how I deal with things, mm. right? And so you end up becoming someone that you think you're not. But it's either it was someone it was always there and you were pushing it to the side or your spirituality or the way of your mentality that was rooted in spirituality, not necessarily God, because I, I am in agreement in you in terms of the way you dis, dis, discuss religion as a system and spirituality. But yeah, no, I, I can I can see that. And, but that has you need we need to get back to that. whatever your spirituality is, whether it's rooted yes. in meditation, whether it's rooted in yes. religion, whether it's rooted yes. in a higher being. You must yes. have that, whatever it is, whatever it is to you, right? Uh, and I've I've genuinely lost that over the past two years or so, eighteen months. Man, I lost that shit, and I can see it's affecting me in all different ways. And I'm acting in certain ways I would never do before. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm supposed to be growing with age, and growing with experience, and growing with patience. And it's I'm reversing. So when I read the book, I was like, oh goddamn, maybe it's a spirituality that's missing. That's mm. making me act in these ways. So we got to get back to that. Maybe that's for me. No, no, no. no. Summit, you, you, man. Yeah, we having a real conversation. Because I think if you've lived long enough, you've been there. I've been there. And I've been there multiple times. That's the deal. See what I'm saying? Even in the midst of, you, you too, Chris, right? Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, I've been there multiple times. But the, but the thing is, here's the beautiful part about it. If, you, if, if, if a part of your your frame, your your framework, your grounding, if you will, was made up of that, then I believe when you stray, there's always that groundwork that'll pull you back. Just in the nick of time, though. You know what I'm saying? Just when you're about to make the, the illest decision in the world, the craziest decision in the world that could alter your life, here comes the spirituality pulling you back and centering you to where your foundation is yeah. and has always been but we all straight we're human we're human beings man you I'm, know what i'm saying I'm, yeah this it's 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 the tops it's a seesaw nature of it yeah that's making me go yo damn how am i like there's days i'm like yo i'm on it and there's days like no nope. and, <laughs> and i'm like yo this is like first time in my life i'm 36 years old it's the first yeah. time in my life where i'm having this I guess maybe one part of my life where, you know, I suffered a, a great personal loss, but even then, like I was angry. I went through the process of mourning, but that yes. was it. But then I came back to spirituality and like, mm -hmm. I was like, man, fuck you God, but I'm a, I'm a be special. Like I'm a, I'm a keep some, I guess, uh, I don't know how to explain. It's really weird to, to kind of, I miss articulate. I, no, no, no. I, you're doing perfect, man. I, I get, yo, you have no idea. That's why this is so, man. Like, like it's, it's in my head. I can, it's, a, it's sometimes an existential thing where I can see myself doing something that I know not to be the right thing that I would normally do, but I can't stop it. Yep. Yep. So I'm looking yep. at it like a movie, like, is this a movie shit? Like, what am I doing? And it's yep. too late now. Now I've crossed yep. over. And now you're setting new boundaries for yourself, which is never good. And now the boundaries you always set, the new boundaries you set have now eroded the old ones. And now it's about getting backwards. It's about unlearning, right? 
So there's mm-hmm. a there's a thing, and I'm getting all spiritual and religious, right? So no, 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 so, no, no. So, it's necessary, so, bro. Go ahead. No, no, no. So in 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 Hinduism or or, or, or Sanskrit, in 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 the belief system, in written scriptures, a thing about unlearning, right? Mm-hmm. You're born, you 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 learn these things, you the contract society, and then you have to unlearn these things to be one with yourself, right? That's a fact. And so that's the process that we're that I'm going through. But then there's so much stuff happening. Right, mm-hmm. I just had a kid born. Like, quick, uh, forgive me, because this is in the book. You were born too much premature. Yes. Right. My kid was born too much premature. Much premature. <laughs> right. Wow. So I'm looking at this. I'm going, and then the pace of life, what's happening in the world, the continuous thing that we see every single day towards mm-hmm. people of color, and mm-hmm. then you're trying to live your life. You're trying to do all these things. It's like, yo, head explode. With everything we do in life, we've got to work at it. Like gym, yep. we gotta train yep. it. And if we at some yep. point miss a gym day, if we miss leg day, we're screwed. So I've missed leg day. Man, you just broke it down so simple, but that's essentially what it is, yo. That's essentially what it is. So when you get back into the gym and you get back on the legs, if you missed a couple of days, it hurts. You have to relearn your muscles have to relearn that whole situation again. And it hurts. But you get through it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Um, sticking with the vulnerability, um, in your book, you talk about finding sanity within the insane and, you know, um, coping mechanisms. So I go for therapy every two weeks. Mm. And one of the key things that comes up in my sessions are my coping mechanisms mm. and how some of them are unhealthy. So I have this thing where, you know, I can dismiss things and people mm. by saying it's cool. Mm. When deep down... I'm so passionate and it's so important to me. Yeah. And I just say, it's cool. Or my humor. I can, I can often laugh at very serious situations, even though they're hurting me inside. Mm-hmm. What are some of your coping mechanisms, good and bad? Man. I mean, you know, everything goes back to the music. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that's my biggest way of coping with, with things. And, and I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of like you, Chris. Like, I'll say something like, uh, you know, it's cool, but it really isn't. But here's where age comes into play. It, it, it's almost like uh, you, you trick your mind. After after doing that for such a long time, you kind of trick your mind where it really, you really are cool. Like, when I was younger, i say it's cool, but it would eat me alive inside. The older I got, if I'm saying it's cool, I can, I, it's easy for me to, you know, like, Think of the the, the 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 bigger picture. Think of the in a grand scheme of things, is it is it really that important? Like really understanding what's important, what 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 means like what what type of value you know certain situations and certain things hold, and what really in the grand scheme of things of life really is not that important. It's like the older you get, simplicity is the key. I try to keep everything real simple, real simple. And everything else is just because uh, <laughs> it really don't matter. Like if you talk to some people, they'll tell you, you know, what I mean, this is not real. How we're living, like the way we live and how and that's on some metaphysical and that's a whole nother deeper conversation. But they'll tell you it, this ain't real. This computer ain't real. This camera's not real. You know, even though you touch it, it this ain't. This is not real. This in in the, you know in the metaphysical you know realm. This is it, none of this stuff is real. So it really doesn't matter. 
You know what I mean? And I'm not all the way there, but I understand what, what they're trying to say. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like that's, so my, a lot of my coping mechanisms, coping mechanisms are similar to yours with regards to that. But the other is again, I, I, I put it in the music, man. I put everything in the music and that's where the vulnerability and the honesty and all of the kind of stuff comes into play. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the same. My wife tells me I put too much of my business in the music, but I'm like, this is, this is my, um, my, my that, therapy. Yo. You need yeah. that, yo. Cause, cause it's like I therapy. said, if you don't do that, you'll be talking to somebody that you really don't want to talk to. You see what I'm saying? But you got to get it, get it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. I used to do that, Trey. You know, you're talking about keeping things simple. Yeah. Like every, it's like, no, this is this, this right here in this middle, this, this gray area is that everything else. I don't care. That's what I lost. You, you'll get it back. Now get everything, back. everything's like this and it's like there and, and Yo, it's 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 a mad, but it's a, it's a life lesson, right? That's right. This is all about learning. That's right. But what I will what I will say to you though, Summit, is, you know, we do live in a world. I don't think we've ever lived in a time where there's so many things and people vying for our attention at any given moment. We are continuously pulled, pushed, swayed. Man. Like there's, bro, we are in a world of distraction and so many voices that I struggle now just to focus on simple tasks. Because of this thing, Mr. Lee is holding up yeah, the in, mobile in the, in but, the ears, the phone. But, and, I, and I think that, I think you're right. I think I've always been good at like, if I, look, I took a break from social media period for like almost two years because I could just do it. And I'm, I'm a head of digital, right? That's my job and I could do it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I think, I think a lot of it is inherent to just the pace and I, I need to, what I need to do is take time for myself. Yes. And you take time, but there is no time tray. It can't happen right now. So it's going to, it's going to prolong a little bit until I can actually get some time because, you know, my wife's not well, my kid is still, like, my kid's teething, so I need to find them time where I can have that. I guess everyone deals with things differently, right? We all process right. and we digest things differently. Right. And I'm very acutely aware of what I need to do to, A, relax, what 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 can get me in the mood. The, you know the thing that kick that, you know when people feel a certain way and they need to kickstart something to get them in a, in a momentum? I know all of that. Like, I'm aware of all that. I just can't do any of it right now. So what I'm doing is struggling and fighting and, and, and I'm lashing out and that's the, ugh, anyway. Well, well I, I challenge you. I say, it's not that you can't, you just haven't figured out how. Okay. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Because it, 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 like we're talking, it, it comes and goes, it comes and goes, even for me, it comes and goes my, as far as the simplicity box that I, that I, and then all of a sudden there'll be a distraction as Chris alluded to that'll pull me out of my simplicity box. And I'm like, why am I even worried about that? So, you know what I found, like even in my house, right? Like there, there, there are levels. Okay. So when you say, you know, I have to find time for myself. Okay. So the find time for myself, as opposed to the rest of the world, is finding time for my house, my wife, and my kids. And then there's a level to that. Okay, so I need to find time to myself within this house. So what do I do? I wait till my kids and my wife go to sleep, and I'm up to like 2 in the morning, just myself, finding myself. And then, you know, the question comes, oh, so what were you doing up late at night? I was thinking. Yeah. I, I was simply thinking. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's a part of my whole process. Like then I'm able to deal with everything else. If I get that opportunity to just sit and just chill by myself and think, 
Now, by the time you wake up in the morning, I'm ready to deal with you in a good way. I'm ready to yeah, deal yeah, with yeah, the yeah. kid, ready to deal with the world. You see what I'm saying? Then that process starts all over again by the end of the day because everything is pulling you again. So you have to center yourself again and start all over. Do you know, do you know what's crazy? That's why I just recently quit my job. Man, good for you. I was like, screw it, can't do it. Because now I don't sleep. I used to be sleep. I, I'm a, I sleep like a baby. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sleeping well, right? Yeah. So I'm sleeping at one, two o'clock. I want to sleep, but I can't sleep, right? For whatever reason, there's things in my mind, da, 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 whatever, right? It's like, nah, I can't sustain this. What what matters to me right now is my family. And if I'm yes. not there to be, f- if I can't be there for my wife and kid, then everything has to drop and I'll get money somewhere else. That's a fact. So I've let I've officially left my job, handed my resignation. I've got three months. That's it. But it's for that reason that something had to give. I need to reclaim control back. This is part mm-hmm. of that reclaiming of control. I've identified a problem. This is a solution. Let's move on and let's try to get some some clarity for for myself. And once you handed in that 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 slip, that three week or whatever, then you feel an instant relief. Yeah. Instantly. My wife said, my wife said, why are you this earlier? I said, I said I was going to. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Instantly, you'd be like, it's like a weight just lifted off your back and your shoulders. You'd be like, I just don't, like, that. like, I say this a lot because I'm the potty mouth of the South. I don't give a fuck about a lot of things, but recently I've given a fuck a lot, a lot of things and I need to get back to how I used to be. But that's a different story. I swear, but- I swear you sound like me, man. I swear at the point <laughs> of my life, I said the exact same, like, who, who am I? When did I become this? You know what uh, I mean? Anyway, speaking of money, talk to us about yes. $7 to seven figures. Cause there's a Ooh. there's a bit around like I I saw the mug so I want to yeah. tie that in too because we can't we can't talk to Tracy Lee and not talk about HU so talk to us hey. about seven dollars seven figures oh man you know goes back to the whole faith and spirituality and just giving it giving it to 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 what you believe to God right so and it was it was it was symbolic more so than just you know uh, uh, giving an offering. At the, at the church. So I went to church because I was down to my last $7 after I had got dropped. After, I, you know, I lost my deal. You know, I, I, I was able to put away some money, but if you're not working on a full-time basis and you're still t- chasing this dream of being a recording artist and, and, and doing things now independently and you're not receiving, you know, the, the return on your investment, if you will, then money starts to dwindle. So I got down to my last seven dollars. So what do we do, Chris? I don't know. I think we talked about this last. We did, time, right? but the story needs to be told again. Oh, it's absolutely! Oh, absolutely! So you know, I was like, "What do I do? Do I go get a meal? After the meal, then what? You know, what I'm saying it's over." So it was like, "Look, I can't. I I tried myself, you know, as a human being to figure this thing out. It's like I can't, man. God, take it." Because I don't, I don't know what to do. So I, you know, as a symbolic gesture, man, I went to church and I put it in the pan. And so a week later, I get a call from Wayne Barrow, who is the president of Bystorm Entertainment. And he tells me, uh, Universal has a check for you, uh, but they don't have an address, you know, in order to send it. So, you know, call this number, blase, blah, and give them the address and they'll send it to you. So I did that. And then within a week's time after that conversation with Universal, I get a check in the mail for $7,000. And then I'm like, man, <laughs> you know, I, I got on my knees and and damn near cried. You know what I'm saying? It was like, man, thank you. You know, but then a week after that, I get another check for $57,000. And so again, like I, like I, like I said earlier in this conversation, I don't get into conversations about, you know, my belief system and the fact that I believe in God with others that don't. And I just don't because you, 
operate and function how you function, but I know my truth and I know my testimony. So therefore, it's examples like this that have been happening to me all of my life that and, and so there's that's where the consistency comes in. It's not like this is a one off. It's not like this is a, you know, a, but but just that, you know, if you want to call it a miracle, it's just that situation that that happens to me, you know, whenever. And we talked about pulling whenever you drift and then all of a sudden there's examples of something that pulls you back. These are the examples that that pull me back and center me into my belief system. And so that's what happened. I, I, I was able to, you know, pay off some bills. I paid off Howard at the time, you know, since we're going to segue into that. And then I was able to make a, 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 a clearer decision on what I wanted to do after that, which, you know, still involved prayer and faith. And so that's when I discovered that I needed to go to law school, you know what I'm saying, to learn about this business that had me discouraged over that time period when I ran out of money and got down to my last $7. And so I went to, you know, Southern University Law Center, you know, got my Juris Doctorate and have been passed the bar in 2007 and been a licensed attorney for the last 14 years. Howard University? Yes. Now, um, why is it such a, why is it such a hub for talent? Like I, I look at your Instagram and I'm just seeing all these names. It's like um, it's like the Queensbridge of colleges. <laughs> yeah, man. so much talent comes out there. Talk about why is Howard like this? Oh man, um, I think you know even before I got there, man, it just it just has such a rich history of you know of, of academia, of of entertainment. Um, you know, you talk about the first. Supreme Court Justice, you know, Thurgood Marshall, you talk about, you know, the Donnie Hathaways of the world and the Debbie Allens and the Felicia, uh, you know, Alan Rashads and, um, and, and, and even, you know, up to speed with, you know, the, 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 the Sean Puppy Combs of the world and Derek D. Angelettis and the Mark Pitts and the Marlon Wayans and the Anthony Andersons and the Tur- Taraji P. Hensons and the Chadwick Bozeman's and the, I mean the list goes on and on and on and on and I just believe that it's the it's just the rich history um, that Howard was able to establish. So you know it's almost like once the the machine starts rolling, it rolls on its own. And so I just think there's a, a, a natural gravitation for people um, who are trying to achieve a certain status to automatically when they when they're going through their process of looking for you know colleges and universities while they're in high school and especially being black in America and not even just in America around the world um you know the the, the natural gravitation is to look at Howard you know as as one of the institutions that you want to be a part of because of its of its history you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so and in our particular time and setting when i was there not only was it the history aspect of being at Howard, uh, which gives you a sense of pride, but then you usher in a generation of entrepreneurs. So, you know, in my generation, when we start talking about people from that were born between 1965 and 1979, which is hip hop, you know what I'm saying? We are the first generation of black entrepreneurs in America, you know, cause the baby boomers, which is our parents, 
they were probably the first generation of actual college students, you know, students. And then even in my generation, they were, you know, some of those, I would venture to say the majority of those were first generation, you know, college students. But, you know, I can only speak from my, my particular situation. My parents were first generation college students, which were part of the baby boomers. And their whole mind state was to go to a four year college, get the degree and then go get a job. You know what I'm saying? Go work for somebody. But what it would do is it'll increase your pay. You know what I'm saying? Of what black people in America were getting paid, you know, at a particular time. But our generation, which is the era that we ushered in at Howard University, was to get the degree and then either go get a job or become entrepreneurs or go to Howard at first. And if you find what you're looking for before you actually graduate, you know, from an entrepreneurial perspective, i.e. Sean Puffy Combs and what he did, he left early and pursued his dreams. But it was nurtured at Howard University around the type of student and the atmosphere that was there at that particular time. So that I, I just believe that our era was I consider the golden era. And it was and if you look at everybody that is really at the top of the food chain right now, from Puff to Mark Pitts, who is now the president of RCA Records. You know what I'm saying? Sony RCA to Anthony Anderson. You know what I'm saying? Who's all over your ABC network. You know what I'm saying? Um, Taraji P. Henson and so Marlon Wayans and, and what his fan, him and his family have been able to accomplish. You know, those are the people that I went to school with and, and sat in classrooms you know, right next to me, you know what I mean? And so these are the type of attitudes that were there, you know, while we were there. And so that festered, you know what I mean? And that was contagious. And that is what we brought to the table and to the world once we left that institution. So you've touched on the history in terms of your parents' generation, but you also touched on the future. And I think this is going to tie in nicely to our last question. Preservation of self, clean bill of mental health, generational wealth. I was having a conversation with my producer today and he was talking about um, imparting knowledge to his daughter. He's getting into trading. Mm -hmm. So he's thinking, okay, what I learn now, I'm going to pass on to her. That's also part of generational wealth. And I thought, wow, like... Because oftentimes we look at money and assets, but not wisdom and information. In your opinion, what are some of the steps that we have to take to achieve generational wealth? And how will we know that we're actually there? Information. Education. You know, almost one and the same. Education can also be considered, you know, uh, 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 systematic, if you will. Going to you know, high school, college, you know, postgraduate education, things like that, which is where we are probably in, not probably, which is where we are in America, you know, not just having a a four-year college degree is not quite cutting it anymore. You know what I'm saying? If you choose to go down certain paths, you know what I'm saying? Now you can, you know, from a tech, from a tech space, you know, if you discover some hot technology or create an app, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that, then, you know, you can come up, rather quickly, but information, education, uh, 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 um, these are to me in the forefront of creating generational wealth. Knowledge is key, man. Like there are a lot of us in America, black people in America in particular that didn't quite understand about life insurance and how that works. You understand? Like that's how they've been able to you know, create generational wealth for themselves 
<laughs> I mean, for decades. Yeah. Life insurance, something as simple as life insurance policies. That's one of the best financial decisions my mom, my mom said to me, Trey, get life insurance, Chris. Yes. Get life insurance, Chris. I was 21. I'm 38 now. Get life insurance, Chris. And I did it. And it's paying off now because I know should the worst happen? Yes. Or, you know, people are taken care of. Yes. I don't, I don't want to leave any bills. Yes. Yes. I want, I want people to chill. So that's, you're, you're hundred percent mm-hmm. right in terms of life insurance. I think, I think that's a, that's a key lesson. And you and you take out a policy for your kids because it skips a generation. You see what I'm saying? So now these are your grandkids yep. that you now yep. protecting. Home ownership. You know what I'm saying? Property. These are the things that we're not taught. You know what I mean? That we're now teaching. You know what I'm saying? So we're 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 on the precipice of being able to, you know, financial literacy. That's another key aspect, you know what I'm saying? To generational wealth, understanding how the system works. You know, there's still plenty of us, the majority of us that don't understand how that works. And so it's up for us going back to the knowledge and information to pass that along. And that is, to me, the keys to generational wealth. Wow. Tracy Lee, I mean, I know this is a hip hop podcast, but I think this episode, it, it wasn't it wasn't for that. No, but this is, but this, this, no, no, this, Chris, this, this, this is hip hop. This, this is, I hear you. Yeah. Wait, this is through a hip hop lens, but I think sometimes... People want top five MCs. Yeah, nah, who but, your favorite but, producers are. We have time for all of that. This right. is this is this is this is um. These are the jewels, like OC would say. These are the jewels. Fuck that's those right. people. If you want that, there's a million and one of those. Go <laughs> right. fuck yourself over there. Right, right, right. We are we are. Th- I've I've really enjoyed. Yeah, this. we are three individuals who can offer some a voice, a contribution, and perspective on all of these issues. And if you're about debating stuff. Go over there. That's easy shit. We could do that in our sleep if we wanted in to. In our sleep. That's in not sleep. hard. This is this, this push, is yo. This pushes the culture. When you start talking about pushing the culture forward, this is pushing the culture forward. You know what I'm saying? This is not Mike stagnation. Trump. We're talking about this. This is pushing. This is what our culture needs. Yeah. In order Facts. to move forward. I, 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 like genuinely, man. This. We can talk about lyrics on this album, beats. Like, dude, man, like we grew up, we grew up in this. This no isn't doubt. new to us. It's new to you because no you weren't cool. Go over there, stay over there, <laughs> do what you need to do. We are here, we are here trying to impact lives and trying to inspire people to go. Hey, man, let me pick this up for you and take it and make it better. We ain't no here doubt. just to go. Oh, what, what did you think of Raekwon's verse there? I think your mum. That's what I think. Your mum. That's what I think. That's what I think. Do you know what? Yeah. Something's going to happen to me off the back of something that Summit says, you know. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen. Trey said, and he stared at the barrel of a gun. I ain't scared. Yeah. When, when you have that in your life, I ain't scared, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but don't invite it, though, innit? Nah, fuck him. What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, these are, listen, listen. And, and I agree with you, Summit, man. If, if you can't, you're going to, like you said, you're going to be right where you are if you are not listening to this and understanding you know, where this conversation is trying to, you know, lead you to, you know, if you're, if you want to stay where you are, then that's fine. You stay, but, but, but don't impede the progress of those that are trying to understand, you know what I'm saying? And don't get mad at somebody for just, you know, uh, uh, giving you the information. Like that's, that's silly. And, and, and and let me, let me rein it back. Cause I get all like hype and everything is serious. I love it though. I love it. But basically there's a place for everything. 
That's right. And, and, and there's, there's no knocking it. It's great. You do what you do. That's you. That's who you are. That's what you identify with. All bless, all much power to you. I wish you more success and all that. However, no doubt. we're different. We want to yep. do things that are, and when we speak to people like yourself, where there's an opportunity to disseminate that kind of information in such an articulate way, we are not doing a service to you, the community, the culture, if we don't have those conversations. Hey, man. And again, like we started this conversation, thank you both for allowing this on your platform and allowing me to come and, you know, just just basically chop it up, man, and just share, man. Just share information, man. That's what it's No, about. you're you're a friend of the show. You're like I said, first two-time guest. It's it feels right and it's the only way to do it. We we really, really appreciate you. Music aside, because you're a great MC, we just appreciate you and your story. Thank you. Because your story is is to me is elevation, it's perseverance. Um Summit mentioned the pivot. Yeah. You know, you how how you've managed to evolve and thrive in so many different areas. That's that's an inspiration. And you're one of my favorite people in hip hop. Love you, you for brothers. that. Thank you, brothers. I appreciate y'all. We love you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Be easy, stay safe, look after love fam. You too. Love you too. Absolutely. I said that in the yeah, don't be afraid to tell your brothers you love them, man. Love y'all, man. Peace. A big thanks to Trey for joining us. Slack family now. Trey, Trey, Trey Lee is like family now. It's true. It's true. You know? It's true. What did he say? Yeah. For, when I jump on that plane, I'm coming to you guys first. You know, it's family. Can, you know what's crazy? I, I can imagine if he does come to London, like Tracy Lee going to be in my house eating rice. Absolutely. Trey and would we can have like a, 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 a many faces listening party. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I, as I said in the intro, very proud of that conversation, man. Um, and just, that was just, man, that shit just came out, man. We just had a conversation mm-hmm. and I love that we had that. And, and you know, the, and I think the basis of that was Glory the Manuscript. The only reason why we had that conversation was because of the book that had come out. Yes, we'd heard the album. You did a magnificent job with the first interview we had on him, with him back in the summer last year. But the manuscript reading that and seeing him break things down made me just go, oh, we just have, to, this is a different conversation. Is a different he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite hip hop stories. Yes, yes. Because I look at how he's evolved. Yeah, and graduated past just rhyming and rapping. Yeah, and um, the man, the man he's become. Yeah, it's one of my favorite hip hop stories. And if you had told 15, 16 year old Chris that I'd be having life conversations about generational wealth, home ownership, with Tracy Lee, I would have told you that's a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah, man. There's that very fortunate and blessed to have that conversation. Trey is like that success story, man. He's a success story mm-hmm. that we see someone who we grew up listening to and has mm-hmm. had this wonderful journey in his life and his career as a musician, lawyer, learning about life that he can now pass that on to us. He can now mm-hmm. pass it on into the culture. And mm-hmm. he still, it's still important. It's still important to have those conversations. So. Much respect mm-hmm. to Trey. I, I want to say to our listeners, though, I'm going to put some some notes in the episode notes. Just you know, the importance of life insurance and, and little bits, little bits and pieces like that. It's not financial advice, and we are not gurus or savants in this area. It's just to really get those those conversations going and some thought. And you know, I would high I would highly recommend, if at all possible, that everyone listening to this podcast look into life insurance at the very least. You might not be able to make that step right now, 
but just have it at the forefront of your mind and have it as something to think about. If it's not for yourself, do it for your family, do it for your kids and do it for the next generation. It's very, very important. Well said, well said. You can follow us on socials. I ain't giving them out because we F the socials now on the Breaking Out podcast. But you can follow Chris at I Am Kinetic, myself at Hip Hop Chronicle. We'll be back with yet another episode next week. But until then, peace and love. Peace. Peace.